Hey, what's going on? Let's talk about uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, today, I wanted to talk to you about my favorite crypto, uh, which happens to be Ethereum. I think Ethereum is uh, has a bright future. And we're going to talk a little bit more about inflationary pressures in the economy and what's going on with financial markets. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. And so today um, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on with uh, the crypto markets, uh, with uh, things like Ethereum and and uh, some of the other uh, cryptos that I'm invested in, as well as uh, some inflationary warnings that uh, sort of keep haunting the Biden administration. There's a big debate right now about whether inflation is going to destroy the value of your dollars. And I'll tell you what, I'm hearing mixed uh, results, mixed reviews, and mixed information. Um, some people think inflation is going to get out of control and it's going to become a complete mess and, and become total chaos. And then there's some people who think it's much ado about nothing. So um, I have no idea what it's going to be. And that's just what it is. What's going on? Uh, Mario Smith, Phil J, and uh, uh, Geraldine Warren. Uh, just so you know, the Black Financial Channel, we talk about financial topics every single day. And we are black first. And uh, we put our community at the top of the priority list. If you believe that the black community uh, matters more than other communities to you, if you believe that we should solve our own problems, if you believe that we should put ourselves at the top of the priority list, put a hashtag B and the number one in the chat. Hashtag B1 is our calling card to let, you, let me know that you are black first and uh, you're not Democrat, Republican. And gay, straight, you know, feminists and all that other stuff. You're black first. We got to be black first if we want to win. So uh, here's the deal. Um, right now, uh, with um, the financial markets, I, I read this. Uh, I, I wanted to share with you guys a couple of articles I've been reading lately about um, some things that have been kind of going on. Uh, one thing I noticed is that there's a lot of conversation about inflation eroding the purchasing value of your money, and it's it's fascinating because I've heard good arguments in both directions. Right now, and inflation is kind of a, a dangerous bear, uh, particularly if you have investments in what they call high growth tech stocks. You know, these companies, uh, some of these NASDAQ companies or these companies that don't have very high earnings that are trying to grow. Uh, those companies are heavily affected by inflation. And uh, so there are some people who believe that all these big spending packages from the government, I mean, they, they literally have increased the money supply by about 30 percent, which is a very dangerous thing for them to do. Uh, some people believe that this is going to cause crazy inflation. Uh, right now, you've seen the prices of certain commodities go up. Uh, the prices of materials for homes has gone up uh, relative to the supply. So the prices of homes are going up. Uh, the price of um, of labor is going up uh, and a few other things are going up. And so a lot of people believe this is going to be long term inflationary pressure, which could be a big problem for the economy. But then I saw some other counter arguments that really made me think a little bit. Um, I saw Kathy Wood, Kathy Wood, who runs ARK Investing. She's a really great with innovation companies. She's very good at telling you which industries are going to do really well in the next five years or so. And Kathy Wood feels that, that things like innovation are going to increase productivity to the point where you'll actually have deflation, you'll have a drop in prices, uh, you know, that th this is only temporary. And that's actually consistent with the opinion of, uh, J J <coughs> excuse me, Jay Powell, the chairman of the Fed. Now, which is going to be right? Nobody knows. Uh, I'm seeing evidence in both directions. I'm not sure which way it's going to go. But one thing that was really interesting, too, was I saw that uh, that Joe Biden said something uh, to the effect that basically these increases in wages are not 
uh, a representation of inflationary pressure. The increase in wages is actually a representation of something that should be happening in the economy. Uh, you know, McDonald's is competing for employees because they got employees who are going off and taking other jobs. Amazon is having a hard time bringing in workers. They've had to increase their pay rate. So effectively, you're talking about a situation where the um where where there's there, there there are some people who say this is outrageous you know we can't get workers you've got to do something you got to stop offering them unemployment benefits you've got to change some things so that they can so they'll be forced to come work for us but then there are some people who are saying this is good uh, this is actually a good thing uh you, first of all inflation is something that you need to get the economy going but also um this wage so-called wage inflation is something that businesses don't have to pass to consumers. They can pay that. They can pay that. Shareholders are making insane amounts of money. Uh, companies are doing extremely well. And here's one of the problems in your country is that your labor unions have been undermined. And when your labor unions disappear, your wages got hit. Globalization became a factor. They, I think they're moving toward one big world government. I think that that's what they're trying to do. And they're trying to sort of make uh, push labor across borders, which reduces uh, the cost of labor for the corporations, which is why corporations are making so much money. And also, I think that our, our society really isn't interested in um, uh, social safety nets and or making rich people pay their, their fair share of taxes. So all these things um, lean in the favor of actually agreeing economically speaking, I don't agree with Biden on the social issues and in terms of how he deals with black folks, but from an economic standpoint, he's not completely incorrect that you need higher wages. You need, I mean, a $15 minimum wage is nothing. You know, that's nothing. And, and they won't even do that. Um, I think the minimum wage should be 20 or $25 to be honest with you. But, you know, because we can still be rich, you can still have your rich people. You can still have your profitability. You can still have your successful economy while still allowing people at the bottom to make more money. But because you're black, I'm tell I'm coaching you in a different way because you're black. I'm talking to you differently about how you want to operate in this economy because you're black. I want you to take advantage of the fact that every person in America can actually own shares of the, shares of these companies. So investing needs to be the biggest trend ever in the black community. It needs to be bigger than twerking and playing basketball combined. It has to be bigger than rapping. It has to be bigger than anything else. Investing must be the thing that we do in the future because that is what's going to allow us to actually put ourselves in a better economic position. Now, do me a favor, guys. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. And I want to ask you guys a question. How many of you are invested in crypto? Give me a yes in the chat if you are currently a crypto investor. If crypto is your thing, if you're into it and you're making money with crypto, um, give me a yes in the chat if you're making money uh, right now with your crypto. Now, I'm going to look at, I'm going to open up my Coinbase account right now. And um, let me see here. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I saw Stephen A. Smith mention my name today. I don't care about that type of stuff. I'm not trying to be mainstream, so that doesn't matter to me. But yes, I did. Somebody did send that to me, and uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. All right, so uh, today Ethereum uh, went up uh, another one and a half percent. It's down about three percent this week. Uh, up only about two percent this month. Um, I just want you guys to know, I mentioned this on my Twitter account. My Twitter is uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins, one Dr. Boyce Watkins and the number one. I hope that you will. Um, I hope that you will uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'd like to have intelligent black people on my Twitter uh, who want to handle business. So follow me on Twitter. And uh, basically, I mentioned that I bought some more Ethereum. I'm going to actually double down and increase my investment in Ethereum because I think Ethereum is the crypto of the future. If there is such a thing as a safe crypto, I feel like Ethereum is the closest thing that we have. Uh, Bitcoin is strong, but Bitcoin kind of has some issues that, that could be a problem. Now, ADA, ADA, um, you know what? ADA. Uh, I can't remember what, what the full name of ADA is, but I actually think I have an investment in ADA. Let me see. ADA Cardano. Yeah, Cardano. Um, 
I have a few thousand dollars in Cardano and I did make some money on Cardano. Let me buy some more Cardano right now since you're talking about it. Let me see here. I'm literally going to my Coinbase app and I just bought $500 worth of Cardano. Um, I actually like Cardano. I think that there's a lot of potential there. Now, the thing about crypto that you really have to keep remembering, though, is that you don't want to put more than 10% of your portfolio in crypto. But um, crypto is a place you want to be, at least on some small level, because there is a chance that it could continue to blow up. Uh, depending on how um, Chairman, uh, what is it, uh, Gensler, <coughs> the chairman of the SEC, however Gensler handles uh, regulation of crypto will be huge in terms of determining the direction of uh, of crypto long term. I hope that they regulate it in a way where they say, look, we want crypto to thrive. We want you to keep making your money. We just need you to kind of control things so that investors have adequate protections. I agree with that 100 percent. What I am concerned about, though, is that there could be a, a deeper effort to uh, to kill off crypto because crypto, to some extent, is competition with a little bit of competition with fiat currency. And I don't know if they necessarily want uh, crypto to exist in, a, in a, an environment where the dollar has become so weak. Um, I don't really know if that's a, a win for the government. But then again, maybe they're going to do the right thing. I hope that they do. Uh, so let's see what else is really going on here that, that I read today. Uh, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. And uh, speaking of crypto, uh, the crypto masterclass. Uh, today's the last day to get 48 percent off. I'm doing a masterclass on crypto. I've gathered a team of crypto experts and we're going to spend six weeks and also do some extra Q&A sessions. A lot of stuff uh, to cover crypto on every level, uh, not just how to get started, but how to handle your digital wallets. Uh, talk about what, what they're invested in, you know, just sort of what process you want to take, what process you want to implement in your own crypto strategy. So if you'd like to join that investment club and the crypto masterclass, feel free to go to that URL on the screen. It's crypto investing masterclass. Com. And uh, it's not just me. It's a bunch of experts that I brought together to make sure that you can learn everything you want to know about crypto and bring your whole family. Um, and so it's a one-time fee, lifetime membership, 30-day, 100% money-back guarantee for everything in the Black Business School. Uh, if you're not happy, we will give you all your money back. So there is no risk. So feel free to uh, jump in uh, if you'd like to jump in. The URL is on the screen. So let's see here. Um, watch that pull-up summer, y'all. Okay. I don't know what that is. Is that a movie? Um, let's see. Um I buy crypto on Coinbase. I just started investing. Should I set up a wallet and how? Uh, <clears throat> there, there's, you know, that, that's beyond the, really the scope of this conversation, but there are ways, you know, to do that. Um, I don't have a crypto wallet. I just buy my crypto on an exchange. I know that some of my crypto enthusiast friends tell me that, you know, yeah, you should keep it on a wallet. You should keep it off offline. And I don't want to keep up with a bunch of keys, you know, I, and that's another thing I don't like about crypto is I don't like the idea that if I lose my little digital key or whatever that crap is, that I lose my money. That's just not cool. I, I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, but then again, you know, that's just my preference. Uh, let me see here. Uh, the next uh, thing that I saw, I was I was sort of going through the financial news today and uh, I saw something about a new stimulus check, which I, I don't know much about that. It looks like they have some extra stimulus checks that they're sending out, um, you know, like a, as a topper, a top off for people that file their tax returns. And they sent out maybe like two million of them. So it's not like everybody's going to get one or a large percentage of people. It's kind of like, well, slightly higher percentage than the number of people that got that died from COVID. Right. So that that number isn't very big of the number of people that die. It, it sounds big. It's half a million, but it's actually one third of one half of 1% of the population, right? So if you take one half of 1%, chop that into three pieces, that's the number percentage of the, you know, of the country that died in the pandemic. And, I, and my heart goes out to any of those people because some of you may know people like that things. So I'm not 
dismissing that at all, but it's not like it's 2% or 5% or 10%. It's literally one half, one third of one half of 1% or so, or one sixth of 1%. Um, now, one other thing um, is uh, I did see this list of uh, Reddit stocks, meme stocks that they think could actually take off. Some of you saw the AMC was really doing really well. And um, AMC, and I was kind of mad because I did have AMC actually for a while because I felt like AMC could actually be a solid play for the reopening. I felt like AMC is going to benefit when uh, when things open up. And so here in this article I'm reading, they said that um, they, they, they talked about GameStop going up 16%, AMC up 37%. And they mentioned that um, some other Reddit stocks, um, according, according to Bank of America, other Reddit stocks that you may want to take a look at are um, Virgin Galactic, um, SPCE. I own lots of shares in Virgin Galactic. And another one uh, called uh, Plug Power. Plug Power has a lot of short interest. And so what they're arguing here, it, is, it seems, is that these stocks that have lots of short interest are the ones that may be attacked by uh, by the Redditors. So they're kind of waiting to see which direction they're going to point the pump and dump. And in a way, it's interesting because what it's doing is it's shifting the way stocks are viewed. It's shifting the way we view valuation of assets altogether. Uh, what they're really talking about is the same way you might value, you might make an investment in red bottom shoes. So earlier today, I had a crypto expert on the brother's name. Um, gosh, yesterday was Teddy Ewing. Today's the brother's name. I think it was Troy White. Troy White, who's the CEO of Hoodoo Financial. And so Troy White was talking about uh, how investing in Dogecoin, he compared it to investing in red bottom shoes. And I said, that's an interesting idea because you know, it makes sense to invest in red bottom shoes, but there's no inherent value in a red bottom shoe. The only value in a red bottom shoe that you have is the valuation that comes from people loving red bottom shoes. But if you can predict that people are going to go buy red bottom shoes and they're going to want more red bottom shoes, then um, then you can make that into a good investment. It effectively becomes a little bit of a pump and dump, but not quite. But you kind of just say, OK, let's take red bottom shoes. Let's pump people up, make them want to buy red bottom shoes just because they like them, not because they have any inherent value. And then once people don't want those shoes anymore, we're going to get out of the business. Right. We're going to get out of the business altogether. So to some extent, uh, this whole pump and dump ideology exists all throughout the economy. Um, I personally think that um, when you're talking about some of these meme stocks, yeah, I, I think taking a small position in some of these different stocks that have short interest in hopes that one of them blows up could be extremely beneficial. I don't think that's a bad move. Beyond Meat is another one uh, where there's a lot of short interest in Beyond Meat. So maybe that's a one to look at. Uh, so feel free to go take a look at that. Uh, and also, by the way, if you want a free copy of my book, It Takes a Village to Raise the Bar, you can go to allblackeconomics.com. The URL is on the screen. That's allblackeconomics.com. The book is totally free. Hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. Nelson Digital says, have you been to the grocery store lately? Uh, uh, not much. Um, I actually need to go. What time? Well, it's kind of late tonight, but I'll probably go tomorrow. Uh, who cares about talking about? Uh, they're, they're not helping out our failing economy. No, they're not. They're not. Um, I'm still listening and watching you. All right, brother. Well, thank you, Wendell. It's good to see you. Uh, an overdue conversation about black on Asian violence. Uh, I'm not having that conversation. Sorry. Uh, let's see here. Stephen A. Smith told Kwame to take your name out of his mouth. <laughs> Out of his mouth or speak nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw that. That was kind of funny. I thought, you know, I, I don't know what Stephen A. was doing. I it, it, I don't care. It, I'm I'm kind of over the whole Kwame Brown stuff, to be honest with you. I I, I like I I don't care. I mean, I don't I don't like or dislike it. It's just like okay, yeah. Here's another internet fad. Every week there's a new internet trend, 
And so I'm happy for him um, because I think that he was um, he was mistreated a lot. I think that a lot of people were very mean to him. And I think that he thought I was being mean to him. Like, you know, when I said, take the N word out of your title because they're going to ban your channel. So then people came back and said, well, you should have you should have told him in private. I think that's what Kwame said. He did a whole video about me. I didn't know that he even knew who I was. And uh, he said, uh, he said, take, you know, he said, uh, you, you should have called me and told me that privately. And I was like, I don't know your number. Like, I don't know any of these celebrity athlete, NBA athlete types. I, I, I know a few of them, but I don't know. I don't know a lot of guys like that. They reach out to me. I don't, you know, so I was like, how can I have called him if I don't know his, I don't know anybody who knows him and I don't do that. I'm not an extra, I'm an introvert. I keep to myself. I just do what I do. And, uh, and so, uh, cause my thought was, well, if I was really trying to sabotage you, if I was really trying to take your channel down, don't you think I would have called your enemies in private? Don't you think I would have called them privately and said, hey, if you want to get rid of his YouTube channel, um, just all you got to do is go report him for using the N word in his title. Because, you you know, if you really want to go attack, you, you attack in stealth. You don't announce that you're on the attack. You do it privately. You know, so um, so that was just a bizarre analysis anyway to me. I didn't even get that. I mean, but then again, not everybody's strategic in terms of their thinking. They think, you know, they, they just make assumptions and then go with whatever. And it's just kind of silly. Uh, Nelson Digital says you skipped my comments, sir. Actually, man, I read two of your comments, brother. So I did see you. Uh, Kwame, uh, NBA athlete type. Yeah, I mean, he, that's he's a he's an NBA player. I don't know a lot of NBA guys. I don't know guys in the NBA. Um, he's a smart guy, though. Yes, he was mistreated a lot. It was not fair. And um, I think it was harsh. You know, it was very uh, uh, unfortunate that he went through that. And I hate to see that. Uh, let's see here. What do you think about Ford? I own a lot of Ford. Um, Ford is a company. Let me go look in here and see um, in my one of my stock portfolios. How much Ford do I own? I own a few thousand dollars worth of Ford, but I, I like Ford and I buy Ford every week. Ford is one of my, my long-term plays. And um, because I, I believe that Ford is going to try to jump in and take the lead in electric vehicle manufacturing. And so far my Ford investment has made a magnificent ROI. I want to say 26% growth in my portfolio value. Um, in the last uh, month, Ford stock has gone up 18%. In the last year, it's gone up 154%. And um, and Alicia is happy with my investment in Ford because we, we made some good money off that. So, yeah, I do like Ford. Uh, Volkswagen, I don't know anything about Volkswagen. All right, the quickest way to get rich, Terrence, is uh, to go start a business and learn how and get around people that know how to make money. Uh, if you get around people that know how to make money, they'll show you how to make money. Uh, if you listen to people who are broke, then they're not. They're not going to, they're not, you know, broke people don't only know how to teach you how to be broke. So don't, you know, don't, don't spend too much time listening to broke people unless you want to be like that, like them. Um, let's see here. First electric truck. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And uh, that led to a pop in the stock price. So I personally think that Ford is going to keep, keep it coming. And uh, I like Ford. I love the fact that GE is finally coming around. That's a company that I, that I've really been rooting for for a long time. Let me see. What do I have going on with GE? I got a little bit of an investment in GE, not a big one, but I but we did make some money on GE. And so, uh, yeah, those are two solid American companies that I think are going to do well, particularly in the in the in the reopening. Uh, those are you know pretty cyclical in nature. Um, I think that when the economy re- reopens, they're going to make more money. So uh, anyway. Um, I'm going to get up out of here, guys, but do me a favor. If you could, please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button. And if you want to join our crypto investing masterclass and uh, ask me questions, talk to the crypto experts, things like that, the group will be much smaller. So the experts will be there to answer any and every question that you have. Feel free to go to encryptoinvestingmasterclass.com. The URL is right there on the screen. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good night and uh, I'll see you soon. Take care. Peace. 